0: Welcome back to another episode of A Pinball Podcast. Thank you guys so much for being here. I greatly do appreciate it. And today we are going to keep talking about Cactus Canyon from Chicago Gaming. There's a few more tidbits that have come out and actually a whole new model now that has been announced since our last podcast. So we're going to discuss that today. And I would be remiss if I did not tell you guys that, yes, I made a mistake last episode or last podcast. And I know I had plenty of you out there pointing it out to me and rightfully so, because it was just a boneheaded move by my part. But upon looking at the Cactus Canyon remake, I noticed that there was a ball return from right to left across where the train was a habit trail, you would say. And Lo and behold, I just drew a total blank and in my head, I was convinced that I have not seen this before, which is just utterly bizarre because I've played Cactus Canyon dozens of times over the years, if not probably over a hundred times at this point. And I, for the life of me, just could not remember that at all. And I know there's some people out there that were wondering, well, you know, if you've actually played it, how would you not know that 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 existed? And I would tell you, well, it's because, you know, the the gameplay is just so memorable on Cactus Canyon that, yeah, that's exactly why I forgot. But I do have receipts if you're watching on YouTube right now. And here are the receipts right here from our last league final. Took a a great selfie right here. I'm just entirely photogenic, as you can tell. I just, even out in public, I I dress like this. I know, it's sad. But anyways, back here in the back, as you can tell right here, Cactus Canyon right there in the background, and yes, it is turned off because it is broke. What's wrong with it? I don't know, but the bottom line is it's in a line with the Monster Bash, Cactus Canyon, and Attack from Mars. All original, all play great when they're turned on. At least they feel great whenever you play it, but yeah, when it comes to Cactus Canyon, though, for me, guys, honestly, it just, uh, I would say out of the big three that are around, and we're talking about Medieval Madness, we're talking about Attack from Mars, we're talking about Monster Bash. I would say Cactus Canyon, for me, doesn't quite approach where those three are actually at in terms of gameplay, in terms of rule set, in terms of just creating something that is just ultimately fun to play. Now, I'm not saying that Cactus Canyon can't be fun to play. I'm just saying for me, I don't enjoy that game quite as much as the other games or anywhere near as much. I will say that if you've never played one before, definitely as always make up your own opinion, you know, make up your own mind, whether you're, whether or not you're going to like this game or not. Don't just base it based off what I'm saying. You need to get out there, actually play it, watch video, kind of look around and see what you think after that, after you experience it for yourself. But in terms of the actual overall gameplay of it, I will say, I believe that Cactus Canyon is probably one of the easiest, if not the easiest modern day pen. That there is. I mean the shots are just right in front of you. There's nothing really dangerous. There's really no reason with the current code to deviate from just staying on a vertical plane, just staying north and south with your shots. There's just there's literally really no reason to go horizontal with anything in that game, which means you're going to have long ball times. And plus all the shots are in the upper third of the whole game. And because of that, even if you do break a shot, it's not like it's going to you're not going to be in danger of draining. Let's just say it that way. So if you're kind of, if you're an average player, this might be the type of game that you really do enjoy. This might be the type of game to where you can feel like you're getting somewhere, you're getting deep into the game. Although, relatively speaking, the deep parts of this game is probably the equivalent to a three foot kiddie pool at this point, but that's why they got Lyman and Josh helping out with the new code that's coming out that will end up being DLC, everything else and i know they've shored up some parts of the code obviously with i guess cactus canyon continued and i have had a chance to play that but again the majority of my time is spent with the original code and it's just it it really is bare bones if you're playing original code but i can see the value for people that want to play this and want to play something that is very forgiving in terms of a shooter and if you're looking for that you will find it right here now if you're an above-average player, or you, fan- you fancy yourself as an above-average player, pretty much you're going to finish up playing this game within a week, if not within a couple of days. I mean, there was reports coming out from people that had just played it for the first time ever, and they felt like they were already at the end of the game by their first, second, or third games played on it. And that's what Cactus Canyon is, and that's why this game sorely needs a full revamp of the entire rule set to make it worth your while to keep digging further and further into this game but you know it is what it is and i'm sure the dlc coming out will address all of that pretty much so now that we talked about that a little bit cactus canyon itself with cgc an interesting move happened this past weekend now initially it was just the special edition and the limited edition coming out with the special edition being priced right at $7,999.99, MSRP. The LE was priced at 9249 dollars forty nine or $9,249.99, that's where they were priced at with their MSRP. Now, that basically, it created a situation in which when you have your lowest tier model that close in price to your LE, it's a guarantee that you're going to make your LEs fly. In which case, if that was their goal, that's exactly what happened. Now, for me, I definitely missed the mark on this because early on, I thought that this game wouldn't be near as popular as, say, an Attack from Mars or Monster Bash. But the fact is, we're also in 2021 now, and the whole game has changed. If it was at this point about 18 months ago, I still would hold that belief that I don't think Cactus Canyon would sell as much as the games that came before it. But again, new era, new money, new ball game, a lot more people in this hobby now. So it doesn't shock me at all that this game sold the way that it did. Now, what is very confusing right now though, and I'm sure a lot of you that are reading through message boards, you're listening to other content, or you have email blasts coming out to you, you're under this belief that the limited edition is completely sold out. It's unobtainium, you're not gonna find it, you're just gonna to have to settle for this new model that's coming out. And the new model that I'm referring to, in case you don't realize what's going on, is called the SE+. And the SE+, Plus, all it basically is, is a standard edition with a topper put onto it. And yes, the MSRP is the exact same price as the limited edition. So this is why this is important right here. This is why this is very, very important what I'm about to say. So it's been claimed that the LEs are all sold out and you know this is it's kind of like this gray area because the fact is if you're looking at it from chicago gaming standpoint as the manufacturer as the people creating this game and getting it to their dealers distributors or whoever else it makes sense that they're saying hey this is sold out because they obviously did sell through their entire i guess just allotment of games that they created i say allotment the amount of games that they created, they sold through to their dealers, to their distributors wholesale. That's what I'm assuming that they're meaning whenever they say sold out. Now, nobody's really saying that publicly. And I, to my knowledge, everybody can correct me if I'm wrong, but to my knowledge, Chicago Gaming has not said that specific thing publicly. It's just, hey, it's sold out. And even if you look on their matrix, which we're going to look at right now, if you're over on YouTube, even if we look at their matrix, as you can tell, the SE Plus plus the special edition and the limited edition they're all on here so the SE Plus is on here now and if we go to the very bottom you can see right here that on the LE side it clearly says sold out and on the SE Plus it's ninety two forty nine and on the SE it's seven nine 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 so it makes sense if Chicago Gaming's claiming it's sold out by them just selling through distributors and dealers but I need to be crystal clear with you guys out there, I do know for a fact that this game is not sold out to consumers. And that's the important thing to understand about this situation. Again, I'll repeat this for people that might just be hearing this for the first time. This game, Cactus Canyon limited edition, the remake from Chicago gaming is not, not, not sold out to consumers. All right. It's very important. So that means if you're sitting on the fence and you missed out on an le and you really really want an le they're still out there they're just not up for sale yet but i'm telling you there's several dealers several distributors out there that still have them new in box and they have not put them up for sale yet and i would probably say this number has to be i would think it would be close to 100 plus le's that are still unaccounted for at least in america that's what i would have to assume i know for a fact that there's at least 30 to 40 that that haven't been sold yet. So they're still out there is what I'm saying. And it's up to you as the consumer. I'm trying to keep you guys as informed as possible. That doesn't negate the fact that, hey, if we go by the definition of sold out from Chicago Gaming, yeah, sure, they've sold this out completely to a dealer. But guess what? The dealer still has these games new in box. They are still out there. They're just not up for sale yet. And so this creates an interesting situation in which the S E plus was announced this past weekend. And the rollout of that was just, it was kind of crazy because I started getting texts, started getting a couple of phone calls of people asking me if I've heard about this or not. And yeah, I, I'm gonna be one of the last people to hear about it anyways, cause I don't sell games for a living, but I ended up contacting a few of my buddies that sell games for a living and they had no idea what I was talking about. So they, uh, apparently there was only a few people that even realized that there was going to be a special edition plus launched out of nowhere, basically saying, Hey, we got a topper with this and Hey, this is what the price is going to be. So it created kind of an interesting situation and an interesting reaction from the pinball community in general, especially considering people had already put in money for the LE and they're still awaiting to get that. Now, that being said, I know that the feeling from everybody as well, I say from everybody, from some people out there, I know the feeling is, well, what does this mean for my LE? And as a future owner, does that mean that my game's any less valuable? Does that mean that, Hey, I kind of got screwed because I paid extra for the topper right here. And then I wanted it to be special. Now I find out somebody else is going to get the topper. So ignoring all that, I mean, here's the fact guys for your LE, the LE is crazy underpriced. I'm saying it's It is, to me, when I look at what some of these third-party prices are going for, and we're going to talk about that in just a second, when I see what they're going for, and I see how quickly people were just trying to gobble up this game, it was really underpriced. And I would have to venture to say, I think the special edition is overpriced. So it's kind of one of those situations to where when you look at the lowest tier model being as close as it is to your limited edition top model, you're basically going to shove as many of those buys to the LE in general. So it's not a shocker that it flew as much as possible. That being said, LE adopters, if you're in on an LE, your game is definitely worth two to $4,000 more right now. It, it is. I mean, the fact is you are getting a crazy, crazy deal. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, if you're, if you're not happy with your LE the way that it is, just because there's an SE plus, I'm telling you, somebody else will gobble it up or at your cost or 500 more easily. They wouldn't even think anything of it. And I'm saying it's even more apparent that this LE is worth more because the SE plus just with the topper is priced exactly the same, exactly the same as an LE. And we can go over this right now, just going over the matrix real quick to see what's included with the LE and what's not included with the SE plus. Because again, these are still the same MSRP. And again, these LEs, right? These LEs have not been sold out to consumers. So now this puts dealers and distributors or whoever has this game new in box, it puts them in this weird position. Where do they price it at now? You cannot price the LE any longer at MSRP, even to your end user consumer because it makes no sense to have your LE that everybody wants to price it exactly the same as a product that apparently doesn't really have a limit to it now with the SE+. So keep that in mind as well and I think automatically that this is gonna make prices rise pretty quickly. But again, so I'm kinda getting off track here. Let's discuss the matrix of the SE Plus and the LE. So as you can tell right here, if you're looking on YouTube, the artist's uh, sculpted mine car and tracks, that's with the LE, not with the SE Plus. So everything I'm saying here is basically with the LE and not with the SE Plus. The sculpted train tracks themselves, That's with the LE. Gunslinger Lower Arch, LE. Limited Edition Metal Serial Number Medallion, obviously with the LE. The Wild West Shootout Topper. So this one is with the SE Plus and with the Limited Edition. The Topper is exactly what makes this a plus. Custom Interior Art Blades, LE only. Shaker Motor, LE only. There you go right there. And of course, you got the Enhanced Software, Original Software, which is with all three models but that puts us puts us in such an interesting situation in which even here we look at the trim color stainless for the SC plus which is exactly the same as the standard edition and the LE gets the gun metal gray finish so a totally different finish but again this puts us in an interesting spot in which there is two models out there and one of them is considered the top tier model but MSRP wise, it's the exact same price as the mid-tier model. So yeah, uh, unwrap that for a second. That's kind of the situation that's been created here. And I just, it's very interesting that it's pushed, that the LE sold out. We're seeing that heavily pushed towards us. And it makes me think that this is really designed in order to push that SE plus more. I, I would think that the SE itself is obviously not going to be their big seller. It's always going to be the top tier model. So why not create something that kind of bridges that gap together? Now I would be like, I'm totally okay with this. Like do whatever it's your business. You know, I would have preferred to see this from the very beginning. It's very odd that this wasn't there, but then again, uh, from the very beginning, this has seen, this has been just a complete discombobulated situation. I mean, we We heard Zach Minney talk about this on the pinball show earlier this week, and he kind of alluded to the fact that when he shot the initial video for Cactus Canyon, he just had a couple of days to do it. And basically that means that there was really no extreme planning for this in terms of getting this game to the people and getting it debuted properly. Now, at least there is a debut, but that just kind of shows you just this almost like a shotgun strategy of rolling this out, which is kind of shocking considering that this has been rumored for two or three years at this point. It's not like it's a surprise on CGC's part that, hey, we have this game. We're going to release it. It's just from how things have gone down at Expo to how this, this debut video went to how this past weekend went with announcing the SE Plus and just the overall communication. And it's just, it, it, it blows my mind. It's out there right now. But hey, if you are a pinball player and you want this game, at least... You're going to be able to get one of these games there's no fear of it not being manufactured or anything like that so that's a good thing silver lining that's what we got to look for in all this and i'm excited for the people that have gotten a hold of this game now that being said kind of rolling back here a little bit again I, i can't stress this enough the game itself is definitely not sold out to consumers that's very important so if you're wanting this game I would say just hold tight till maybe shortly before Christmas, maybe even, even in January, the games should start coming out. You should start seeing some being available for sale. Now, that being said, it's, it's, I guarantee it's not going to be for 92.50 any longer. I mean, new in box right now, because the SC plus now exists, and we were all thinking before the SC plus even existed, we were thinking, Hey, this LE is underpriced and it's probably actually around 11, $13,000 around that range. Promise you now that the SE plus is out there, it's highly likely that a Cactus Canyon LE is worth more than $13,000 at this point, new in box. That's just the reality of it. That's 2021 that's the atmosphere that we're in that's the ecosystem that we are playing in right now and we have to face facts that that's where the pricing is and i know that there have been some le's that have already switched hands third party that exceed thirteen thousand dollars, and i think maybe even a couple exceed at fourteen thousand as well so keep that in mind as well when you're making your decisions on what game model you want to go for whether you want to actually get a hold of an le or whether or not you're just happy with your standard edition with or without a topper. That's entirely for you to decide. But if you're an LE owner, I would say just hold tight, be happy that this SE Plus exists because basically what has happened, if you got locked in at the MSRP price, you haven't even paid in full, most likely for a game at this point, you've just put down a deposit for a game that's already appreciated two to $4,000 which is amazing because it benefits you and it it definitely doesn't benefit that dealer that decided to sell the game at MSRP, which blows my mind too at that point. But that's where we're at right now. So I mean, kudos to the LE owners, you guys, early adopters, all got a huge bucket of win by getting in on this game immediately. Now, that being said, what's very interesting as well Throughout all this and talking to a few dealers out there, I am aware, and I've seen this before in other industries, but I am very, very much aware. And I would be shocked if this is not happening right now, but there is a few people out there that are not pinball people. I am pretty sure they're not pinball people and they are trying to buy up a lot of LEs. I mean, I'm talking eight, 10, 15, 20 LEDs, just of this cactus Canyon remake in general, to resell it. And I'm not quite sure who these people are, but I know that they exist. I know that they exist because one of the dealers I talked to said that they actually turned down somebody from getting one because they had already sold out of their allotment. But then the guy admitted, I already have eight on order anyways. (laughs) that just like, that just blew my mind. And I also heard from another dealer kind of hinted at the same thing that, uh, potential buyer admitted that they had already bought a few or have a deposit down a few. So this is happening. This is happening. And I know that people hate that it's happening, but this happens across many different industries. And this is, and I'm not justifying it. I'm just saying this is what the reality is. And this is really what happens whenever you price a product that's limited edition to where you're trying to create scarcity, but it's priced in such a way that creates a enormous amount of velocity. And when that velocity of sell would have been there already, even if you were priced at 12,000, even if it would have still been there, now that you're a couple of thousand underneath what people still would have bought it for at nearly the same speed, you're basically guaranteeing you're gonna invite a lot of scalpers, a lot of speculators, a lot of flippers. You're also guaranteeing that you're gonna make the third party prices absolutely explode. I'm telling you within the next few months, prices of these particular games, these particular units for the LEs are going to explode. And so if you're sitting on an LE right now, be happy. You got a lottery ticket. You just scratched it off and it says winner. To me, I would be absolutely shocked if the price fell out of these games anytime soon. I would be just floored because this is a, a B tier game. This wasn't one of the so-called A tier titles of of that era in terms of how we look at, at least now, looking back on it, how we look at Monster Bash and Attack from Mars and Medieval Madness, you know, Cactus Canyon just wasn't that. And now here it is just selling like hotcakes, people speculating on it, people, I mean, new models coming out for it. So it's just, it's amazing. So again, kudos to LE owners. If you got one, good on you. If you want to get a standard, an SE+, go for it. I mean, I think either way, you're going to have a fun time, if you're a great player, you're probably not going to last that long on it, but I am curious to see when that, um, Cactus Canyon new rule set comes out from Lyman sheets. I'm curious to see what the pricing will be on that. I would have to believe if a topper, if a topper is 1250, it's really making me wonder right now, what is software that goes into completely changing your whole entire game? What is that going to be? I'm very curious. I've heard anywhere from 800, I've heard over a thousand, but I don't know. It's all speculation. I don't even know if the people at CGC know yet what they're going to price it at. But either way, I'm very curious about that because I feel like that's going to be the ultimate balance of trying to figure out where do we price this at in order to get current owners to adopt this downloadable content, because that's essentially what this is. And to me, this is pretty much the first time that we've seen something like this on the scale that it is with the amount of money that is here. So I'm curious to see where that's gonna be priced at, and I'm curious to see how that's gonna be adopted by people. And how do you roll something like that out? I mean, how do you debut that? How do you really, really try to pull in your current consumer base to go ahead and buy this product get that upcharge out of them because obviously people that haven't already adopted the game they're not going to be buying this to me that wouldn't make any sense so i'm really curious to see how they're going to market this to the current owners of cactus canyon and how they're going to get them to adopt a brand new rule set and i'm curious to see when that new rule set is going to come out because Judging how this is all going, it wouldn't shock me if Chicago Gaming had another game coming out. I guess finally getting away from remakes and getting to an actual licensed game, I would hope. Sometime next summer, I would have to believe that that's kind of the timeline that they're looking at. Just judging on how quickly they're trying to get this game out and how they're trying to get the LEs rolling by January. And seeing how the SEs in general will lag behind in terms of just desirability and people wanting to get them. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. Anyhow, so that's enough Cactus Canyon talk real quick. I'll get into tournament pinball. If you guys don't want to hear that, I bid you guys adieu. Have a great weekend. I appreciate you listening. If you're still here and you want to hear tournament pinball talk, let's talk about that real quick. So yours truly finally broke into the top 50. I don't brag about myself much, but I'm going to do it right now. No, I'm just kidding. I'd... It's definitely a very, very cool thing to have happen. And I say that because I have so much damn support at home with my wife. She puts up with a lot with me traveling, with me practicing, with me studying rule sets. And I very much do appreciate the support system that I have at home. Even my kids asking me how it's going. I mean, stuff like that helps a lot. And there's just, I mean, I have certain goals for myself from a competitive standpoint. That I do want to be ranked a certain rank. I do want to have a chance to play in IFBA Worlds. I want to have a chance to qualify for that, which means you have to be top 64 in the world at a certain time frame that ends in order for you to qualify for that. So that's kind of one of my main primary goals. And a secondary goal was to break into the top 50. And I finally did that. Kind of just backdoored it though, because I was 51st. And then all of a sudden, I guess somebody decayed and then I ended up moving up because of that. But hey, I'll take it, but it's, I believe it's never truly official in terms of being on your permanent profile or whatever, unless you make it to the end of the month like that. So it's gonna be kind of close because I still have a few tournaments to go this month in general, but I'm happy to at least see that 5-0 by my name. And hopefully I can keep going up, but man, there's some damn good players out there and the competition is just insane. And we're talking all ages. And speaking of insane competition, if you didn't see Chicago Expo, uh, definitely go back and watch that if you can. I know my boy Tom Graff, he did all the streaming there with Fox City's Pinball. They did have some issues with the Wi Fi and with, I guess, generally just trying to keep the games to where you could actually watch it without any lag or anything like that. So you might experience some of that, but I still encourage you to go check that out. It should be on his Twitch still under his VODs. I don't think he has it up on YouTube yet, but. There was a lot of great games being played. A lot of young players just crushing it. And when it comes to Stearns, young players have such a huge advantage. It's almost like if you, so to me, a younger player in pinball, and when we say younger, we're not talking like the old man, Raymond Davidson at 27 or however however old you are right now, Ray. But I'm meaning like the people, the kids that are below 20 or right there they obviously have a built-in advantage because their reaction, their reaction skills are just so much more there compared to the rest of us. And I'd like to think even being in my late thirties at 37, that I still have somewhat of my reaction that I did back when I was younger and playing baseball. And that's kind of an inherent advantage that I have over a lot of people that I played baseball for 20 plus years. And I had to work on reaction training. The majority of the time so I've been able to have a higher end reaction than most people but damn I, I I still can't even keep up with these younger kids and they're they have such a built-in advantage with their reaction and then and then you build it in that they can all just really be like sponges for these new sterns and know the ins and outs understand the geometry and it's just like, somebody that's already on steroids just getting more steroids and they are just sort maybe it's just like these kids have the infinity gauntlet and we're just all just the peons just getting knocked over all the time but kudos to all them there's a lot of young blood that is in competitive pinball and i think that's a great thing i'm happy to see it but i will say it is time for us old people to fight back eventually because we still have some classics tournaments coming up And some other tournaments coming up pretty soon so for yours yours truly i'm going to be traveling to kansas city this weekend i believe even tomorrow might be a travel day since today's thursday so i'll be up there this weekend playing and then i'm going to jet back to oklahoma city i say jet i'm going to drive my truck very fast for five hours to get back here for another tournament this sunday which is fall face off so if you're anywhere in the oklahoma city tulsa dallas area and you happen not to be at the houston expo if you're down there or you happen to not be doing anything else come check out the fall face-off in Oklahoma City at Cactus Jacks. It'll be all day Sunday, and it's basically like a one-day Pennburg-type event, so it's pretty fun. And then the following weekend, I will be at Free Play Florida, which is in Orlando. I think I'm going to get there on a Wednesday and just hang out with the wife for a little while. I'm not going to have any kids with me at that one, so it'll just be me and Monica, my wife, and yeah, we'll be hanging out and having fun playing in that tournament. So if you guys happen to be down there and you see me, please come by and say hello. I love meeting new people. I love talking about people's collections. I love hearing about people's pinball stories. So please, I definitely do appreciate that. And it's always humbling when I get a chance to talk to somebody and meet somebody for the first time, because I truly do appreciate you guys taking time out of your day to listen to or hear anything that I have to say and interact with what I'm listening or with what I'm saying. I definitely do appreciate it really from the bottom of my heart, but I think that's about all I got. So we got to the 30 minute mark and I think we're good. So I appreciate you guys being here once again. And if you guys need to get a hold of me, I can be found at a pinball podcast at gmail.com. But yeah, that's all I got. I don't know what you guys are doing here anymore. Go play some pinball. Later guys. You have just listened to a pinball podcast. You can catch new shows on your favorite podcatcher or over on youtube.com forward slash Marv Loco for even more pinball content.